fighting for freedom every day. They are absolutely desperate to pretend the last four years never happened and for them to go back to what they like to do before, which is create these massive spending bills to pretend that it's really, really important to you when you only get about 5% of what's in the bill and they can't do it because we're aware of it. We're paying attention to it and they don't like that. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. You finally made it. It is the holiday coming up this weekend. People are excited, ready to go, and I am excited for you to be here with us as well today on a Friday. Welcome into the Voice of Reason broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas, all on our flagship radio station, all over the country, radio and TV, plus the live streaming and the podcasting. Doesn't matter where you're at, watching or listening, we appreciate you so much. Welcome in your Millennial General reporting for duty. We have a heck of a show lined up for you today. I think we have our guests on the line here. We'll get to her in just a second. It's 4th of July celebration, so happy Independence Day to you. If you're out and about doing your thing, getting your holiday started, we'll talk about your holiday celebrations in just a moment. How does it is it going to be approved by the Grand Dr. Fauci? Will he allow you to celebrate 4th of July this year we'll get into that a little bit plus we have some fun stories for a friday as well you can find us all over our social media with our live streaming right now going on on facebook youtube twitter twitch.tv also on instagram and tiktok and ourfreedombook.com and of course our website at hoosierreason.com so thanks for hanging out with us today i think we have our guest on the line so let's go right to her uh, because i thought this was perfect to go into the fourth of july celebration Super excited about, as obviously we're one of the most patriotic shows on the radio. Why? Because why the heck not? As you get to celebrate the Stars and Stripes. So I want to take you back, not necessarily to a 4th of July thing, but to just a a feel-good story, an inspirational story that will really get you geared up for the weekend to want to go outside and wave the flag and blow up as much stuff as you possibly can because that's really what it's all about, (laughs) right? We'll talk about some of I'm I'm so glad, I have to admit, not living in within crazy city limits areas. I'm just on the outskirts of that where I don't have to worry about the actual city limits where they say you can't blow fireworks up within like six feet height, anything taller than six feet tall. Because nothing says you're going to celebrate Independence Day from an abusive, tyrannical government like the government telling you you can celebrate as long as you don't blow up fireworks more than six feet high. I mean, right there. That just says it right there. Happy 4th of July. Enjoy your freedom, sheep. <laughs> Although there, some people just don't want to. And if you don't want to, that's your case anyways. I don't really care. Anyways, there's an inspirational story about going back to something obviously tragic in the country with 9-11. And our guest, teacher, artist, writer, innovator, author of the new illustrated book, 30,000 Stitches, the, inspiration, uh, the inspiring story of the national 9-11 flag, talks about Just that, I want you to really think about what happened 9-11, obviously not to put you in a down mode, but then the uh, really post 9-11, September 12th, when I always joke about how we had more problems there about like littering because too many people were putting American flag stickers all over the place than we were about division within the country. Whatever you believe what happened on 9-11 and whatever did happen on 9-11 and the anger that it brings out and the conflict that it led to down the road one thing it did do was it united americans on september 12th to become the most patriotic place like we used to be back in the day and can we get something like that again so i'm excited to have on the program with us author of Thirty Thousand stitches the inspiring story of the national 9-11 flag amanda davis with us here amanda how are you today 
Hi, Andy. I'm doing well. How are you? I am really good. I appreciate you coming on the program. It's great to talk to you. It's such a, a, I I love learning about an inspirational story like this going into an inspirational holiday with 4th of July this weekend. So this is the perfect way to do it. And I appreciate that. Talk about this 9-11 flag. What happened for those that may not know this story? Yeah, it's it's a pretty amazing story. Um, so the the book tells the true story of the American flag that was placed up over Ground Zero days after 9-11. Um, it became really torn and really tattered. So the construction workers that were working at Ground Zero decided to take it down and they stored it away. Um, they stored it away for seven years um, until another tragedy happened in Greensburg, Kansas, where a massive tornado um, came and destroyed um, almost 95% of the town. So volunteers um, the following year from New York and surrounding areas uh, decided they wanted to go down and volunteer to help rebuild um, Greensburg. And before their visit, the residents of Greensburg asked the volunteers to bring a memento from the World Trade Center sort of as a symbol of solidarity Mm. um, that they were going to bury... um, ceremonially burn and bury to retire it and put it into a memorial park that they had planned to build. So that was when it was decided that the flag was going to reemerge and it was going to be retired down in Greensburg. But instead, when they brought it down there, the residents of Greensburg um, saw the condition of the flag, saw how torn and tired it was, but they also saw that it still kind of glimmered with this hope and strength. And so they actually started patching it back together with other torn and tattered flags that they had salvaged from the tornado. The Boy Scouts had gone around and collected some of the flags. So they actually started patching um, those flags into the giant New York flag, which was about 30 feet by 20 feet, and um, patched it back together. And then that brought about this grand idea to have the flag restored back to its original state. So back to 13 stripes, back to 50 stars by the 10th remembrance of 9-11 9-11 um, to bring it really back up to code. And that's what they, that's what they did. So New York's the thank you foundation kind of took over the flag and oversaw the whole restoration tour. And it went around to all 50 States, um, you know, touching the hearts and the hands of many different people from diverse communities, backgrounds, teachers, soldiers, um, students, people like you and me, Andy, that came out to stitch this flag and um, really bring it back to life. And while doing so, um, they healed the flag, but really the people healed too. And that's, that's what the story, that's one of the reasons I was really drawn to this story. Um, I taught about it uh, at my high school, in my high school art room on the 10th Remembrance. And we really talked about the unity, um, the healing, and the resilience, um, and the power to overcome hard things when we come together. And that's what is at the root of this, this special story. Um, yeah, and well, now it's... the flag resides. This flag resides at the um, September 11th Memorial and Museum in New York. I love it. I love it's it is it's such a a heartwarming story because right now we hear so much news about division and we hear about you know people wanting to trash the flag. Now we're going into the Olympics next month where we have people actually wanting to win so they can you know disrespect the flag representing the United States of America. Uh, I mean, going over there doing these world competitions. So while we are torn with all of these really ridiculous stories and anger and bitterness and, and division going on in the country, I mean, this is kind of a story that we need to hear going from 9-11 to Greensburg, which, I mean, we're based out of Wichita, Kansas here, so we're about an hour right. away from Greensburg. And, and I, mm-hmm. I remember vaguely this story and just the fact that it toured around and people can see this. It's that story of, I mean, the symbolism of rebuilding of unity and that, you know, 
America's gone through some times, but by golly, we we come out bigger and better and stronger each and every time, and this is kind of a resemblance of that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. That's um, amazing. Yeah. I think at the core, too, for... for um, the story really stood out to me because it's about so many other stories, the stories of the people. And it reminds me that um, listening to one another's stories, um, whether we agree or disagree, um, listening is so important and trying to understand um, because yeah, during this time when people were coming out to stitch the flag, they were telling their stories. They were telling their stories of loss, of um, suffering, of pain, of love. Uh, And those are all things that most of us can relate to. And it's a reminder that we are, more connected in ways than we think sometimes, you know, through these universal emotions and uh, shared experiences. So that yeah. was that was something that really stuck out to me as well as I learned more and more about the, the special people that stitched this flag and also the special people that um, worked to make this happen. All the volunteers, I got to speak with many of them. Um, and that was one of my favorite parts about writing the story, actually, was getting to speak to some of the members that of the foundation, the New York's the Thank You Foundation, that took this flag all around to the different states. The honor guard that um, stayed with the flag during all the ceremonies, kept it safe. Um, the Ground Zero construction manager, who was the one that actually kept it in his shed for the seven years and kept it safe and then brought it down to Greensburg. So just all these stories. Um, it really, really inspired me and, and made me um, made me want to tell this story and in a way that was accessible to children. Um, as I said, I'm a teacher, so I felt like this book hopefully can be an access point to many important discussions in the classroom, at home, um, especially with the 20, 20th Remembrance of 9-11 coming up. Yeah, that's amazing. We're talking with Amanda Davis, a teacher, artist, writer, innovator, author of the book 30,000 Stitches, the inspiring story of the National 9-11 flag. You can find her website at amandadavisart.com, and you can see all the great stuff on there. Do you, do you think that, and we got just a few minutes left here, do you think that this type of story, this type of um, message with the flag, but maybe not just with the flag here, but other stories that happen like this throughout the country or another one that could potentially happen like this. Is this the uniting factor that we need? While we see so much anger, division, politically, culturally, whatever in the country right now, the the unity that we could have, that we need to have in the country, are these the type of stories that you think that are going to start bringing people back together and actually bring us back to a, a common decency in the country again? Um. I hope so. I mean, like I said, um, I hope that it can be a, a reminder for all of us of of the good, the good in humanity as well, um, yeah. because that's, again, that's really what this story highlights is, is the good in humanity. And um, I hope that, yeah, it can be an inspiration and bring light um, during a time when we've had a lot of darkness. And um, in my opinion, we're in need of healing again, very similar to, you know, when we were torn and tattered after 9-11. So I do hope that this can be a reminder to all of us um, of what is possible when we unite and come together and um, work for kind of a bigger bigger cause. Yeah. Amen. What, what, what grade do you teach? I teach high school. Um, and uh-huh. yeah, that's, that's, I learned about this story of the flag, and then I t- taught it to the students. And then we actually made our own kind of patchwork flag in remembrance. I teach art. So um, it was a really special special lesson and that was what first inspired me to kind of dig a little deeper and want to tell this story um 
in a children's book. So, yeah, no, but I believe amazing. children children's books are for everyone. Children's books are for all ages. So. Absolutely, <laughs> and children's books are for everyone. I, I learn some about them every day. I got a seven year old and just rereading some of the old uh, uh, children's books. I learned something that I forgot all about them. Or you can take the adult perspective from them too, which is really neat as well. I exactly. love it, and the fact that you are, I mean, opening the minds of high school students where they're so open to absorbing information and thinking outside the box like this to really craft and and bring them together with a uniting project like that. That's really cool. So I commend you for that very much. That's awesome. Thank you, Andy. <laughs> I love it. Amanda Davis. AmandaDavisArt.com is the website. Go and check it out. Also the book, 30,000 Stitches, the inspiring story of the National 9-11 flag. Amanda, thank you so much for your book and for that inspiring story because I think that's a great way to kick off Fourth of July week. And Enjoy the Fourth of July. Oh, I'd love to get you back on the show again sometime. Yeah, I'd love to come back, and it was great being here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I appreciate it. <laughs> Absolutely. We appreciate that very much. Again, AmandaDavisArt.com is the website, and we appreciate that very much. All right, we've got to take a break here in just a second. When we come back, we got to shift gears a little bit. There's some interesting stories out there. As you know, this week has been kind of a weird celebrity week of celebrity issues, I guess, with Britney Spears, with Bill Cosby. There's updates on both of those fronts I want to get to. Plus, we'll have some fun with the 4th of July. Can you properly celebrate? How do you properly celebrate? And how do we get this weekend kicked into gear as we go into the weekend? I don't know if you can tell or not, but uh, the cold feeling super better, and we'll talk about that in a second here as well because ready to rock and roll again. Going into the weekend, now I'm starting to feel better. Of course, it always happened to happen that way, but at least I'm going to feel good for the party because that's what's important, right? <laughs> Lots coming up here. It's a Friday. It's The Voice Reason. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program. And here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online, helping you defend and preserve this great republic.
You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out with us today on a Friday, the pre-4th of July celebration here on the program. The most patriotic show on radio. I don't care what anybody else says. That's what we're all about. We'll get into some fun, festive discussion here in just a minute. Radio, TV, live streaming, and podcasting. So I teased it yesterday, and I'm going to tease it again today, and I know it's still a ways out-ish, but I am super excited. As you know, I've been battling this ridiculous cold all week long. I've had the the stuffy nose, the sneezy, a little bit, the coughing, and I'm still just a tiny stuffy today. But outside of that, I feel like a whole new person today. Two days, two days of drinking a tea from the herbal medicines from Mrs. Voice of Reason. She went out, cut up some stuff in the backyard, made this tea, grinded it all up, made this tea thing, and it was delicious. I drank it yesterday uh, morning. I drank it last night. I drank it this morning. And guess what? It, just that, just like that, I'm I'm feeling so much better. So I don't know if it was COVID or not. Doubt it. Probably just a cold. But, I mean, come on, the same symptoms. One way or the other, COVID, the Delta variant COVID of fever and headache and uh, stuffy nose and runny nose and coughing. I mean, or you could talk about it as the seasonal allergies and or the common cold. Either way, whatever it was, uh, after a week of kicking my butt pretty bad, like I feel amazing just from drinking this tea. So it's just a little teaser for you of what's to come with the Hoosier Media Network and the Hoosier Health that's coming up here soon with Mrs. Voice of Reason and some of the projects she's working on, which is really, really neat. And as we talk about ways to make yourself feel better, yeah, Kind of awesome. So uh, we'll tease that just a little bit later as well. Um, where were we here? All right, so there's a, fu- a couple fun little stories. and I just got a couple minutes here, so I'll tease this one, and we'll talk a little bit about it when we come back. As you know, this has been kind of a weird week. And I know it's Friday, so I'm going to kind of keep it lighthearted here. So here's a couple for you. This has been a weird week, especially with celebrities and celebrity drama. We had the, uh, the guardianship of Britney Spears which I want to talk about in just a moment, and we may have a guest, a really, really cool big guest, if I can get her on the program. We'll talk about that with Britney Spears and the guardianship and the idea of the guardianship because that's a messed up thing, so hashtag free Britney. I don't care what anybody says. Hashtag free Britney, even though the courts apparently denied her booting her dad off of that guardianship thing, which is really weird. The other one was that Bill Cosby got released from jail after a year of being in prison, and he got released not because they found out that he didn't do it, but because he admitted to doing it under the pretense from the prosecutors that he would be immune. So he was unrightfully, he was wrongfully, if you want to put it that way, wrongfully put in jail because of the deal that he made with prosecutors to admit to the crimes that he had did. And then after a year later, they're like, oh, yeah, by the way, you actually should be free right now. So he got off on a technicality. He admitted to doing bad things. And now we got off on a technicality. I'm still waiting for the Me Too movement to, like, uprise and go out with their pink hats and go protest in the streets. They haven't done that yet. Some people have obviously been upset. And they say, well, the families, the victims are very traumatized. Yeah, along with every other person that said this was a major movement of being worried about the hashtag Me Too movement and men that are trying to oppress and men and men that are trying to sexually assault or rape or attack or whatever with women and boys or whatever else goes on out there in the weird weird world that is 2021. But Bill Cosby released on a technicality. Well, the latest news now, according to InsideEdition.com, is that he's potentially planning now a comedy tour as Bill Cosby the guy who just got out of prison. Now, I don't know how funny you could actually be as a guy who just recently got out of prison. You're almost 80 years old already. But planning a comedy tour, just my thoughts here, probably not the best idea for you. 
I don't know what you could possibly talk. I mean, you got to talk about like molesting children. Are you going to talk about attacking kids or attacking women? Are you going to talk about your experience in jail? You're a family man ish. And you're planning a comedy tour. Bill Cosby now thinking about touring with comedy. I'm just wondering what that comedy tour is going to look like. And number one, are you going to get heckled? Number two, what could you possibly talk? I really want to hear some experience of being in jail. I really want to hear about your experience while going to jail and getting off in a technicality. Please tell me how your life is so funny now, Bill Cosby. We live in a strange world, but you know what? He'll go on tour and it will sell out and people will go to that because they want to hear what Bill Cosby has to say. That's what coming up on The Voice of Reason. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. When Reason Meets Radio. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out with us today on a Friday. Radio, TV, live streaming, podcasting, trying to cram that 10 pounds of reason into that 5-pound bag. Trying to rebrand the millennial generation. One radio listener at a time as we are all over the board. Radio, TV, live streaming, podcasting. Doesn't matter where you're at. Thanks for hanging out today, especially on a Friday before the holiday. As you're getting ready, maybe you're traveling, driving around. Doesn't matter where you're at. We appreciate you very much you can always email us hoosier media network at gmail.com you can visit the website at hoosierreason.com as well so all right i want to get it real quickly it's a little tease i'm i don't know whether we're going to get it or not it's a it's a far-fetched shot but maybe she's listening and if so please that'd be super awesome would love that uh anyway so (laughs) there was the other hollywood story real quick and then we'll get into the fourth of july stuff and get ready for the festivities here there was the story over the last week or so with britney spears hashtag free britney all about freeing britney i think she may be just a little not so there in the head but at the same time i think that's because she's been abused her entire life and kind of you know been the dancing chicken on the stage to do whatever or the dancing monkey whatever you want to look at it to be the one on the stage doing whatever they tell her to do and with with this conservatorship that she's under with um, her father and others telling her what to do, not being allowed to date, not being allowed to see her kids, not being allowed to get married, not being allowed to whatever. I mean, I saw a video of her where she's like, you know what? I have a fever of 102, 103 degrees right now. I can't do this dance move. She walks off stage. Someone talks to her. She turns around and smiles and starts doing the dance right there on stage because she's told that's what she has to do. There's so many horror stories about what she's actually going through. Well, this was a discussion on Tucker Carlson on Fox News a couple of days ago. 
and Carrie Kasem. Now, if you don't know who Carrie Kasem is, she is the daughter of Casey Kasem. I've been a big fan of Carrie Kasem for a very long time. She is super cool. I believe she was the co-host with Nikki Six for a while on uh, the what is it, the Sixth Sense or whatever it was. It was a rock talk radio show where they talked about like the top forty countdown for rock music on radio. It was a really cool show. She's I don't know if she still does it or not, but she was on there for a while. She's done some other philanthropy work as well. She does some human rights stuff. She's real and she's like really cute and really attractive. So there is that. But Carrie Kasem, just a really cool person. She's really down to earth. Apparently, she's really neat. She has this. She had the radio show. She does a lot of great work. She was on Tucker Carlson on Fox News, and she was talking about this because she apparently has an organization or does something with uh, human rights and trying to fight these guardianships and trying to fight these conservatorships because they really essentially like take all of your human rights away. Which I didn't know how bad they were. This is a totally new thing for me. I had no idea. So I watched the interview. It was a great interview. She did a great job. She posted the link to it on her social media, on her Facebook page. And Carrie Kasem discusses Britney Spears' conservatorship with Tucker Carlson. And she got a few, more than a few, comments of individuals just railing on her for being and appearing on Tucker Carlson, appearing on Fox News. How dare you go on there? We don't like you being on there. You know, oh my gosh, I can't believe you went and talked to Tucker Carlson. You know, he's such a homophobe or he's an evil racist or a Nazi or whatever they try to call Fox News hosts and conservatives. Well, one of them, and she's actually very, apparently very vocal on social media, which is cool. So it's one of the comments on there was a gal I said, sorry, I was a fan of yours until you chose Carlson to spread your knowledge. Any other network, and I'm right there with you. Which is stupid, because if you're out there promoting human rights, it doesn't matter who you're talking to. If it's a non-political issue, per se, then whoever's going to talk about the issue, you should probably go and talk to them about that one. But the fact that, I mean, this is really the mindset of left-wing progressives. I mean, it's really either you promote it with our club because they are evil, or if they're open to it, then how dare you let them have that type of knowledge because you're evil for allowing to uh, coexist with Donald Trump people and conservatives and Fox News. That's really, I mean, they really don't care about people unless it's with their agenda. And that's really shown every single time. Remember Tony Snow, communications director for George W. Bush when he died of brain cancer? Democrats, oh, thank God, that guy's gone. What a Nazi. We hated that guy. Democrats passed away. Republicans, hey, our condolences, thoughts and prayers to the families. You know, we have someone die on the conservative side. Democrats, oh, my gosh. Oh, I'm so glad that they're gone. We can't deal with them any longer. It's really a mindset of just anger and bitterness. And I feel bad for them because you're you're the party that's supposed to or the mindset that promotes love and ideas for everyone. But then at the same time, when someone on the other side politically is gone or gets harmed, then you just pounce all over it because, I mean, that's just the bitterness inside you. Well, anyways, that was the post that was made. Carrie Kasem replied to it, which I thought was pretty awesome, and said, Hi, Allison. I don't need fans that put politics ahead of people. I'm here to save lives and get my message out. Your statement shows the kind of character you have, and you don't need to stay on my page. (laughs) So, hey, that's awesome. Well done, Carrie Kasem. So I replied to it, and I tagged Carrie in it, and I said, That just made my day. Thank you. Because I love it when people are just not apologetic. I'm going to go and talk to anybody. She didn't apologize. She didn't back down. She didn't waver. Hey, you're putting politics ahead of trying to save human lives. And if you're going to put your political opinions over just humanity itself, I don't need you as a fan. You can leave my page and see you later. 
That's the kind of courage that conservatives and Republicans need to have instead of saying, you know, these celebrities and artists and everybody else, when they say something and then they get attacked by the woke crowd, then they end up apologizing and backtracking. She didn't do that. So I posted on there and tagged her. That just made my day, Carrie. Thank you. She liked it. She liked the post, which made my day because, oh, my gosh. Like, so obviously her and I are BFF now. <laughs> Obviously, her and I are like, you know, just like that. We're we're like BFF. We're we're totally there. So I emailed her and I I just said, Carrie, you know, I didn't know you were involved in this kind of stuff. I didn't know that this was an issue that you were focused on and working on. I didn't know how bad these guardianships and, and conservativeships actually were. I'd love to get you on the radio to talk about it. I emailed her today. I haven't got a response, and I don't know that I will. But I did my due diligence. I reached out, and since we're BFF because she liked my comment on her post, then obviously, you know, she's going to come on the program. So <laughs> we'll see if we can get her on, and that would be really cool if we could talk to her. I'd love to get her uh, because I have. I've looked up to her for a while, and obviously her dad, Casey Kasem, kind of an icon like a Rush Limbaugh of music radio for years and years and years on radio, and she's kind of upheld that as well and continued on with that uh, with that torch. So to talk to somebody like that from the radio perspective is really, really neat. So I'd love to get her on the program. We reached out. We'll see if we can get her on. And that would just be really cool. All right. I want to get into shift gears a little bit for the last few minutes here. And let's get into some Fourth of July celebration, shall we? What's trending today? All right. So here's the big question. How can you properly celebrate the Fourth of July while we still have the COVID-19 pandemic? Most of the countries reopened. Now we have near 60, 65 percent vaccination rates for adults in the country with COVID-19 uh, with the vaccinations. Joe Biden wanted 70 to 75 percent. He's probably going to get that because he's coerced enough people into scaring them to death in order to do so. But if you haven't gotten it. What are the rules against you? According to Dr. Fauci, he's come out and that he's urged people to get vaccinated. And he said it's a if you haven't to continue to take the precautions by mask wearing, social distancing, you can still celebrate at the same time you get your message very, very clear. It's an appropriate time to step back and celebrate the progress that we've actually made. That is, if you weren't, if you were vaccinated, you have a high degree of protection. If you are not, you should wear a mask and you should think very seriously about getting vaccinated. So in, uh, so in so many respects, nothing has really changed. We're celebrating as a country at the same time we recognize that the fact that we're in a serious situation for those who have not been vaccinated and the message is get vaccinated. I think we get the point, Dr. Fauci. Thank you. He says get vaccinated, which is absurd because we don't need to get vaccinated if you already had the virus, if you're less than the age of like 40, especially children. I think it's child abuse that we're trying to push this on kids. Uh, go back to school and get vaccinated as a 12-year-old. Give me a break. But that's his push. We knew it was going to be expected that way is to get vaccinated because right now the big scare is the Delta variant of the COVID-19 vaccine now or the virus. Now, here's the thing. And I've talked a little bit about this and I'm trying to find it because this was sent to me in a couple different ways. But here it is. So the Delta variant of the COVID-19, just to put this into perspective for you, believe again, whatever you want, uh, uh, appeal to it, don't appeal to it, do it however you want to. In your own personal life, because that's what, again, conservatives are all about. The COVID-19 variant, the general rule of thumb for viruses is when they mutate, they become more contagious, they become less severe. Meaning that the the way that it mutates is it adapts and it changes to become more contagious to catch more people because we have protected ourselves or we've gotten it and gotten the antibodies to protect ourselves from it. So it mutates in order to become more contagious. But when it does that, general rule of thumb is that it's less deadly and less severe. 
And that's really how we've gotten some of the uh, viruses that we have out there floating around right now where they're in the air all the time, but now we can fight them off and we don't necessarily get affected by them. Or if we do, then it's the common cold or it's the flu or something like that because it's mutated enough to where it's everywhere and exposed so much, but you've kind of watered it down to where it's not severe enough. Now, I've gotten some heat for this, but I don't care because the facts are on our side. That's the general rule of thumb. So the question is, is the Delta COVID-19 variant uh, kind of in unison and parallel with that mindset to where it's becoming more contagious but less severe? Because while you're out there getting ready to do your parades tomorrow and this weekend, while you're getting ready to blow up the fireworks, while you're getting ready to go to a big barbecue or enjoy or whatever you do for 4th of July, are you going to be spreading the virus? Are you worried about the COVID-19 Delta variant of the virus? And is that going to affect you? Well, according to the latest numbers out of the United Kingdom, you have a point anywhere between a 0.08 to a 0.13% chance of dying from the Delta variant. And that's, by the way, they say that there's an increased amount of cases with this one. There are an increased amount of cases from it because it's the younger crowd that's not getting vaccinated you have a 0.08 to 0.13% death rate of the Delta variant. That's the numbers coming out of the UK right now. We'll see what the numbers are in the United States as we continue on with this. But they're pushing getting vaccinated because they're telling you and scaring people into this is more contagious. Be ready for more case numbers. Conveniently, though, they're not reporting on the increase in hospitalizations or an increase in death rates or an increase in whatever. It's the scare tactic to say, hey, get this vaccine. We really, really, really need you to get this vaccine because it's more contagious. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back, and we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program. And here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online helping you defend and preserve this great republic. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. 
You're listening to the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. Last few minutes of the show, getting ready for the 4th of July celebration. You can find us all over our social media. Also, the podcasts on any of your favorite podcasting sites. You can find the link to all those at the website at HoosierReason.com, or you can just go to your favorite podcasting site and type in the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Website HoosierReason.com, and all of our social media is on the name of uh, at who or the handle at Hoosier Reason. I got to get the lingo down for social media still. Still working on that one. Uh, comment on the live stream there. Been listening to the words from the media about the Delta variant. They basically don't say anything except for it's more contagious. They do not say it's more dangerous. You're absolutely right. That's what I've been catching as well. The big red flag is it's more contagious, more contagious. It's super contagious. It's going to be more contagious. So what we hear from uh, all the media and all the health officials right now, it's more contagious. Go get the vaccine. It's more contagious. Go get the vaccine. It's contagious. Go get the vaccine. And if you look, if you want to go get the vaccine on your own accord, go do it and do your thing. But don't do it based out of fear because contagious means nothing. Zip, zada, unless there's actually a repercussion to that. Laughter is contagious. Anything can be contagious, and it spreads very easily across the general population. So that's not necessarily a big issue. The question is, how contagious is it when you get it? How deadly will it be? And so far, it's going along the lines of being less deadly compared to the original COVID uh, with regular COVID from the numbers that we have, which are already manipulated, and we know they're not quite accurate from people that have maybe gotten it and didn't know they had it, that were asymptomatic, that thought they had the flu, that whatever, never got tested. So obviously these numbers are off skew, but for the best we can tell, the death rate is right around anywhere between a half to one and a half percent death rate for the COVID-19 virus. The Delta variant sitting at a 0.08 to 0.1% death rate for that one, according to the stats out of the United Kingdom, which means it is less severe, although it's more contagious. So just the words more contagious is scaring people to go and get it. And I don't want to just talk about COVID during the 4th of July stuff because we're here to talk about freedom. We're here to talk about enjoying. Uh, I want you to have the most uh, free 4th of July celebrations that you've ever had, especially after being pent up and not being able to do much last year because of the COVID-19 pandemic. Go out, enjoy, do the barbecues, walk in the parades, watch the parades, enjoy with the family, do all the family stuff, and then go blow up a bunch of fireworks. Don't let the government tell you, well, you can't be firing fireworks more than six feet tall. (laughs) Drives me nuts. Hey, we have a holiday celebrating freedom, and yet you're going to restrict what I'm allowed to do because that's not necessarily freedom. At the same time, the government's trying to say, you know what? Hey, go and celebrate. Go get that vaccine. It's more contagious. It's going to be contagious. It's going to be contagious. That's not freedom. Make your choices based on your own knowledge. Don't live in the fear from the media, especially this weekend. Go out and enjoy it. Because that's what it's all about. Because that's what we're going to be doing. I'm not going to care one iota. If it was COVID that I've had over this past week, guess what? A simple tea that we made with herbal remedies out of our backyard was able to make me feel 100% better. A little stuffy still, but outside of that one, it's super better compared to what I've been over the last week. So if it was COVID, guess what? It wasn't the vaccine that made me feel better. It was herbal remedies and teas that, that I drank for the last two days that I'm like, oh, hey, wow, I'm alive again. That's fantastic uh, because it was kind of a rough week. A little bit. I mean, not like I thought I was on my deathbed, but it was just I'm a baby when it comes to colds. 
the stuffiness, the the sore throat, the the congestion, the just run downness. I am an ultimate baby, and I will be the first to admit that. And I tell Mrs. Voice of Reason that all the time. I am the true one hundred percent baby when it comes to that stuff. And uh, yeah, so I just like to whine a lot when I get cold, when I get sick and not feel well. But the tea made me feel better. So whether it was the cold or the the COVID, I don't really care. But this is the time where we get to unite as a nation, regardless of the partisanship, regardless of whether you wore a mask or not, regardless of whether you vaccinated or not, regardless of your gender identity, your identity politics, of your skin color or your race or your age or whatever else they try to divide you with. Who cares about that crap? Fourth of July, we are Americans, baby. No more hyphenated Americans. We are Americans. And we are going to wave the flag high and we're going to enjoy the patriotic holiday and we're going to shoot off our fireworks. And we're going to say, God bless America. And we're going to be the most patriotic patriots that patriotism can create. Because that's what we do. And those that don't like it, I ask you, out of the kindness of my heart and the love for you, just be quiet for the holiday if you don't want to celebrate that. If you don't like it, if you think America is evil, if you think it's the worst place, whatever you believe, just calm it down. Let us celebrate because you don't have to partake. Again, that's the beauty of this free nation. You don't have to partake if you don't want to do so. So happy 4th of July. Happy Independence Day, America. God bless America. We're back at it on Tuesday next week. We'll be off on Monday. Until then, this is your voice of reason. It's time for you to speak up, speak out, speak loud, speak proud, speak the truth, and always speak some reason. This is the Voice of Reason. I'm Andy Hoosier. Everyone have a great weekend. Happy Independence Day. Happy 4th of July. We'll see you back here next week. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do.